When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a free speech advocate. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so... Don't leave too soon, I'm gonna teach you stuff No, it won't be tough, gonna go a year till you've had enough It's 365 Today, James Joyce is known as one of the most influential modernist writers from the 20th century. He was born James Augustine Aloysius Joyce. That's a big name for a little kid to handle. And he was born on February 2nd, 1882 in Dublin, Ireland. Dublin would come to figure seriously in almost all of his work, but most especially Ulysses. He was the oldest of ten kids born to his parents, John Stanilaus Joyce and Mary Murray Joyce. His father was erratic and had trouble holding jobs and was often drunk at home, but was an excellent singer and well-known amongst the artistic community in Dublin. James took after his father in that he was clearly an intelligent and exceptional creative mind. As a youth, he taught himself Norwegian so he could read the plays of Henrik Ispen, and in his free time, he read complex thinkers like Dante and Aristotle. Even though Joyce's family was often in financial trouble, they recognized his superior intelligence and made sure he was getting a good education. He ended up at University College Dublin, studying modern languages. After he graduated, he went to Paris and was thinking about becoming a doctor, but his mother fell ill, and he returned to Ireland to try and nurse her back to health. That's when he met his wife, Nora Barnacle a hotel chambermaid who had become a pivotal figure in his works of fiction. He also started publishing stories in magazines and literary journals. James and Nora moved to Italy in 1904 and settled in Trieste, Italy. Joyce taught English while learning Italian, which marked his 17th language and is only 16 more than I know personally. They also later moved to cities like Rome and Paris and had two children named Giorgio and Lucia. While he taught English around Europe, Joyce worked on his writing. First, the short story collection, Dubliners, the novella, the portrait of the artist as a young man, and later, the novel that would become Ulysses. Ulysses was published in Paris in 1922 by Sylvia Beach, but the debate over the content of the book had begun long, long before publication. Author Catherine Mansfield wrote, I can't get over the feeling of wet linoleum and unemptied pails and far worse horrors in the house of Joyce's mind. And D.H. Lawrence called the last chapter the dirtiest, most indecent, and obscene thing ever written. If you want to get specific, these critics were very angry that Joyce wrote explicitly about pooping and farting as well as sex scenes. (laughs) Excerpts of the novel had appeared in various literary journals, and the U.S. Postal Service had burned several copies of the magazines that the novel was slowly being printed in for its supposed obscenity. Culture travelers made a point of smuggling the book past U.S. customs officers. The editor of the London Sunday Express called the book the most infamously obscene book in ancient 
or modern literature. All the secret sewers of vice are canalized in its flood of unimaginable thoughts, images, and pornographic words, and its unclean lunacies are larded with appalling and revolting blasphemies directed against the Christian religion and against the name of Christ, blasphemies hitherto associated with the most degraded orgies of Satanism and the Black Mass. Though the book takes place over the course of a single day in Dublin, it's much more complex than the summary implies. It takes place on June 16, 1904, which is the day that James and Nora met in real life. Ulysses is many things, all at once. It's the story of how three main characters come and go from each other's lives on that day in Dublin. It's a retelling of Homer's Odyssey, with the main characters serving as representations of Telemachus, Ulysses, and Penelope. And it's also an exercise in literary form. Every chapter, or episode, is written in a different literary style, all of which James attempted to master. But of course, that wasn't all. A book about characters in Dublin that experimented with literary techniques wouldn't have been put on trial for obscenity if it was just about three people hanging out in Dublin. In 1933, the book was officially put on trial with the charges of obscenity. If the book was ruled obscene, it would not be legal to publish it in the U.S., if it was ruled not obscene, newly minted Random House had agreed to publish it under the guidance of Bennett Surf Morris Ernst, represented the book on behalf of the ACLU. The trial took place in New York, and Joyce himself did not attend. After a two-week trial, the verdict came in, today in 1933. The book was not obscene, and could be sold legally in the United States. The case was a landmark one for how judges in the United States treated charges of obscenity. Before the Ulysses decision, the courts generally agreed that obscenity was not covered within the rights of the First Amendment. Additionally, the post office and customs were allowed to make their own determinations of what was obscene or not. After the Ulysses trial, the government took a backseat in determining which works of art were obscene or not, and tended to defer to the First Amendment. Today, Ulysses is no longer controversial for its supposedly obscene content, but is considered one of the best and most challenging novels ever written. Fans of the novel celebrate Bloomsday, named after the main character, Leopold Bloom, on June 16th, the day the novel was set. Today, in 2019, Harry Styles released his single, Adore You. The song discusses the early stages of the infatuation of a new relationship. The song hit number six on the Billboard 100. Shout out to friend of the pod, Amy Allen, who co-wrote the song and was my guest here back in the beginning of October. And now for our final segment of the day, I'll be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a December 6th in my life. I can't actually find much, like, photo evidence of what I was possibly doing on December 6th in my life. This is a pretty, pretty empty day. I think here I have, like, a photo. I believe, and this is totally could be wrong, it looks like a photo of um, a venue in San Francisco called the Rickshaw Stop. And actually, I've played at that venue, but I hadn't played it um, in 2018, which is when I had this photo. Um, and I think that I was there because I went to see Alec Benjamin perform live, if I if I remember that correctly. Um, Alec had like invited me to the show, and I was I was excited because I hadn't gone to many live shows, and so I went. I stayed for a little while, and then my parents picked me up, and I went home and watched Netflix with them, <laughs> as I do. <laughs> That's all for today. Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can come back tomorrow for more facts from yesterday. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New 
drinks every day so don't leave too soon i'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had